Hi everybody, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page. And in case you didn't realise it, you probably do, <laughs> but life can be tough at times. And to have someone come close and tell you that you're doing okay, I think can bring an incredibly deep reassurance into your heart and a sense of sort of being centred. You see, sometimes... You just need to be told that you're doing okay. You know, and I knew someone, you know, that they were in a time of, um, like being in a bubbling cauldron. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. You know, it was bubbling away and life threw challenge after challenge at them. And it was extremely stressful for them. And they felt it in their body. They felt tired and they needed a place to rest and then um you know questions started to sort of uh, rise up in their thinking bubble up in their thinking you know did they make the right decision um perhaps they weren't meant to be doing this um maybe they don't have what it takes to get through this you know and thoughts started to spiral downwards you know as they so often do you know depression and anxiety began to sneak in the back door and as I was watching my friend uh, slowly and steadily lose their way off the path, so I reached out and I, I placed my hand on their shoulder and just told them that they were doing okay. Am I really? Was their response. <laughs> but looking in my eyes and feeling kind of a firm, that firm, affirming touch of my hand, they knew that they weren't alone. And I think we, we all need people in our lives that can reassure us that we're doing okay. You know, it, it's it's that comparison game again, you know, it can trip us up. We compare ourselves to others, or more likely to what others present to us, <laughs> you know. We see, you know, how others are doing so much better and, or worse, and we think, you know, we make that comparison game. And I've got an, I've got a... Um, a diagnosis definition. It's called comparisonitis, <laughs> and I've got a, I've got a um, a uh, link in this week's blog post about that. But we also compare ourselves to our younger years when we had all that energy and dreams and goals. Uh, <laughs> compare backwards, and then we compare forwards, and it might be a comparison to some future dream or aspiration, but we seemingly never come to be it never comes to be but to be okay in this present moment when you are watching this on YouTube or wherever or you're on Instagram or you're or you're listening to on via the podcast player well you know that is the secret <clears throat> and, and we all need I believe someone who can understand the story our story and appreciation the work appreciate the work of life you know the work of life it's just work at times isn't it someone who can say <clears throat> i see you i know you i'm with you and you're doing okay this isn't rocket science uh it doesn't take much to offer the other person a with you moment <clears throat> you see there is one phrase that sort of goes right throughout the whole bible from beginning to end and virtually in every Every story the Bible has, there's this one phrase. 
it's part of the big story, the meta story, the meta narrative. And it's the with you moment. And so often we see stories where, where God says, I am with you. Um, in prosperity, in poverty, in anxiety, in depression, in moments where you feel completely and utterly abandoned, and alone in times of betrayal, loss, shame, guilt, pain. There's one whisper that, that sort of shouts its way through the creation. I am with you. And I tangibly feel it when another flawed and failing human being, just like yourself, reaches out a hand, listens to the story, touches my heart and says, you're doing okay. It's kind of a, a grounding in the reality of us all being on a darkly lit path. <laughs> you know, we're all on that path, it's dark. And it's a struggle at times. And you may internally scream at these words, well, what do you know? Do you know about this and that and this and that? <sighs> and we may not know all the dirt that you are having to shovel through at the moment. You know, this person may not know it all. But perhaps what they're offering <clears throat> got a bit of a cough this morning, is that uh, from their limited point of view, and we everybody has a limited point of view, that they want to offer a gift of solidarity, not solutions. Okay, that's really important to hear. A gift of solidarity, not solutions. That they're with you. Um, this may be a time when you can ask if you can share something of the ongoing work, of the ongoing story, the path, uh, the struggle of the moment, uh, that expression of not feeling okay. And it's good to ask that stuff. You know, there's a beautiful story. It's, it's becoming one of my central favourite stories of the Bible. As if it, and it's, I believe it's really the... the start of the church or the church what it, what it was actually meant to be all about um, two travelers who were not doing okay and they were hurt and confused they'd just seen an innocent man put to death crucified and in their struggle um, someone came alongside and expressed that they were were not alone <laughs> and, but they were doing okay in light of the struggle in light of the work they had a with you moment of warm fellowship. And it's a story of when uh, the two men were walking back from Jerusalem to the hometown of Emmaus and Jesus comes alongside. And I'll read you a little section. Uh, that same day, two of them were walking to the village Emmaus, about seven miles out of Jerusalem. They were in deep conversation, going over all things that, that had happened. In the middle of their talk and questions, Jesus just came up and walked along with them. Wouldn't <laughs> that be beautiful? Just do 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 do. Here's Jesus, but they were not able to recognise who he was. Amazing, eh? <laughs> and he asked, "What's this you're discussing so intently as you walk along? You know, what's happening? What's going on?" And they just stood there, long-faced, like they'd lost their best friend. <laughs> And they had, but their best friend was actually just right there with them. Uh, sometimes we don't recognise the stranger that like, comes alongside us and offers us the heartfelt compassion in the you're doing okay community. 
Look, there is still a desire, deep desire, and there is a desire still in the heart of Christ, that Christ, to come alongside the weary, the confused, the downtrodden, to come alongside you. And perhaps Jesus comes alongside in the presence of someone like you. You know, someone who comes along and says, you're doing okay. You're doing the best that you can do. You're doing okay. Now look, I, of course, there are times when people are not doing okay. And you need to be equally gentle and show a storied interest in the path they are on. And, and help them um, make that progress in the path. Here's some quotes for you to consider. The lamp for our path illuminates our next step, but leaves much ahead, beside and behind darkness. Change from the inside out will always be, in the final analysis, a work of God and therefore must remain a mystery. Remembering this can help us keep realistic expectations of any teaching on change as well as a reverence for the God whose ways are far above ours. Larry Crabb, Inside Out. Favourite quote, Christianity is one beggar telling another beggar where he found bread. <laughs> I love that. And I hope, I hope that I share a bit of bread that, um, yeah, your, your heart is warmed. Um, no one person can fulfil all your needs. Seriously. <laughs> Okay, no one person can fulfill all your needs, but the community can truly hold you. The community can let you experience the fact that beyond your anguish, the, there are human hands that can hold you and show you God's faithful love. From Henri Nguyen. Another piece of uh, Henri is when we honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives means the most to us, we often find it as those who, instead of giving advice, solutions or cures, have chosen rather to shape our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender heart. And Some questions. Number one, who in your life needs to hear the words, you're doing okay? So who, who in your life just needs to hear those three words, you're doing okay? Number two, why do we strive for independence when we were created for interdependence? We were created for people to say, you're doing okay. Number three, what would it be like to be told that you're doing okay? What stirs up in you when you're told that you're doing okay? Hey, um, thank you so much for watching or listening. Uh, it'd be really great if you could sub subscribe either by the YouTube channel little button, whatever it is down there, or on the podcast player that you're you're listening to. Um, it'd be really good also if you could just share this with some other person, one other person, just share it, or share it on your social media platforms, anything will do. <laughs> and a big thank you to those people who support turning the page regularly with a little bit of a donation, and um, support the work that we're doing. If you want to be part of that community, it is uh, turningthepage.co.nz uh, forward slash support. And until next week, I pray that your eyes will be open to situations where someone needs to be told you're doing okay. Have a great week and know that you're doing okay.